Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Look at that. Maureen. Maureen, look at the way you're holding it. But it almost is a cross between a, a, a Bond villain but also there's... Oh, can't see this, guys. She's sultry. Because it's uh, not a visual medium, but I'm stroking my pussy. <laughs> what a way to start the new series. <laughs> what a way to welcome us back. <laughs> welcome to Women Talking Bollocks, a podcast where you'll hear, well, three women talking utter bollocks. What you won't hear is anyone nattering on about fashion, makeup, diets, or those blinking Kardashians. I'm not even sure I know who they are, if I'm honest. But what you will hear is some uplifting, irreverent chat with myself, Jen Brister, and my two very dear friends, comedians and women, the very wonderful, if slightly eccentric, Maureen Younger, and the dashing, kind, charisma bomb that is Alison June Smith. You have Jamie. Who came up with the name Jamie, Maureen? That was me. You came up with Jamie because I thought the cat might have arrived with that name. No, he had no name. Oh, oh. Maureen. It got dropped off by this family and the little girl was oh, distraught. She was stroking him and she was really upset. And the mother said to the boy, uh, say, bu- say bye then. And he looked at me and went, bye. And the mother went, no, to the cat. Yeah. And the boy couldn't. I the don't boy feel like care less. he hadn't made that same connection, had he? He hadn't made the same connection. Aww. But he's really sweet. He's really clever. I I, uh, I visited the cat. Um, I What was funny was I was supposed to meet... So Maureen and I had arranged to meet anyway, but then um, I get a message from Maureen. I get a text from her saying, do you want to come around to mine? And then I can introduce you uh, to Jamie. And I know she said something like, and then you and Jamie can meet. And I thought, Jamie? Who is Jamie? And then it took a moment and I was like, oh, it's the cat. But for a brief moment, Maureen, I thought, wow, I guess Maureen's got a boyfriend. Things have really changed. What a turnaround. Uh, She's gone blonde and she's got herself a bloody... uh, This cat cat is so much more popular than me. Um, I had another person come (laughs) round, then after you left... The neighbours come round, and then my other neighbour wants to come round. It's weird. And Susan Murray wants to come round. Nobody wants to visit me. They just want to visit the cat. You're not a kitten. Everyone wants to be near a kitten. Yeah. The kit, the kitten is. I mean, you've got a dog that's permanently cute because it just doesn't grow. Yeah. This this little lad will grow, and he'll become a a fully fledged cat. And 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 I'm not going to lie. 
more maybe people's interest will diminish but look at him now <laughs> look oh. at him now look at that face he's looking oh he's so cute you can't he? see him but he almost he has like a big blotchy almost looks like a little mustache on his face and he's black and white oh my god maureen i just can't you just want to kiss him you want to yeah. kiss his lips his little oh on the tail it's i've never seen you this uh, peaceful maureen look at you with this kitten this is i'm just so happy right now it is really cute. He is giving us the finger motion. Yeah, but that... <laughs> it's 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 this motion with her fingers, isn't it? Just with the two fingers stroking the cat, Just like a two finger stroke. They... Yeah, he's a very small cat. I know, but you did refer to him earlier as your pussy, so that's why it's good. To say. Look, I have never, I, I, I genuinely, when I when I went round to visit the Kit Kat, um, Alison, um, Maureen was the love in her eyes. I've never witnessed before. Ever. Mm-hmm. Apart from you, Jen, obviously. Oh, please. <laughs> I've, I've seen I've seen indifference and at times boredom, but as yet, not the love that has been um showered upon young Jamie, as should as it should be, frankly. I even hoovered for him. I know more dusted. Maureen dusted because she doesn't want any choking um things. What are they called? Hazards. Yes, Hazard. I had a hoover. I dust. Jen was like, you're meant to do that anyway. It's like, well, I don't. I but I had to do it for the cat. But you did it for the cat. And can I say, Maureen, <laughs> you've never looked happier. The cat <laughs> looks like he's in a hostage situation, but also <laughs> looks quite content. And what a way to bring us back this whole new, to bring back WTB with this much positivity, warmth, love, and, and dare I say it, joy. There, we've done it. It's never happened. And yet here it is. And who brought it to the table? Not me, obviously. No one's expecting that from me. Alison, it could be you. Should be you. But it wasn't. It wasn't. Not on this occasion. No. No. Maureen Younger. A solitary vision of, I'm going to say contentment. Uh, and we have Jamie to thank for that and it's and it's a wonderful he's purring well all I'm going to say is there's no better time to become a patron if you want to see Maureen stroke her pussy (laughs) now is the time to be what a sales pitch thank you thank you (laughs) sex sells guys sex sells I know but I'm not sure fingering your pussy with two fingers is the (laughs) there's a market for everything there is a niche you know what and if you're right. There is a market for anything. And I think if it's going to be anyone's audience, it's ours. Yeah. <laughs> so, Maureen, we know what's been happening in your week. You've got yourself a little Kit Kat. That is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Now, Alison, I know that you aren't even in the same country as us, are you? Where are you? No, I'm back in Canada, everyone. I'm back in Canada. Uh, I'm in my parents' basement yet again. Good times. I've been here a few weeks, but Danny just got here two days ago. So we're about oh, to great. spend, yeah, three Company. weeks with the family, which has been great. Did you, <laughs> does that, did you, do you all buy that? Does that... It's doing great. I, I, it's the rictus grin that you are demonstrating <laughs> right now, which is suggesting to me that maybe things aren't going as smoothly as <sighs> as you might be intimating. It's yeah, it's good. It's good. It's, yeah. it, it, it is what it is, isn't it? And yeah. and every time you go to Canada, you go for a reason. You go for the right reason, and then you're there. And of course, it gets to this point. Yeah. Alison, when you spent seven days in a hotel room with your mum. I did. That quite rightly, you lose the will to live. And that is okay. 
Mm-hmm. It's normal. It's normal. And knowing that it's normal, I hope helps. I don't imagine it mitigates it that much, but I hope it helps a little bit to think, do you know what? Everything I'm feeling is A-OK and I don't need to feel bad about it. Yeah. Yeah, I, and I do. And we're making memories. Like I said to you ladies before, uh, one of the biggest memories we made was uh, visiting the graveyard where my mother wants to be buried. Uh, she showed yeah. me. And then I went and did a comedy show 20 minutes later. So those sort of things really those, like, it's been I fun. Mean, it's been fun. Those are here to stay. I, I mean, that's the kind, do you know what? Sometimes that's what how to create a lasting memory. It's to do something uh, just before something else. And then yeah. like... You would never remember that gig that you did, Alison. But now, no. because you pr- went to mm. a mausoleum, there's oh, my mom action. and I in front of the grave. There she, that's her spot. Everyone, there is it a family grave. Is that what it is? It is a family grave. Yeah, I just had to get a picture of it. I was like, should we wow. get a selfie with the grave? And my mom was like, I would love that. So we did. Your that, mom everyone. is cute. She looks so cute in that picture. <laughs> this um, is my grave. You know, so I think excited. It's- that's not a selfie I need, I think. <laughs> Bruna Ryan was fell in my mother's grave, so do you know what I mean? I remember yeah. that, yeah. You did. Yep. I didn't nearly fall in my mum's because we cremated her, so that would have been terrible, wouldn't it? If I'd, fell, if I'd fallen into that one, I, that would have been game over. <laughs> I did sit on your girlfriend's mother's knee. You did you know? nearly uh, you did nearly break her legs. But, but anyway, everyone's fine. Everyone's well. We made it. I'm, now, Jen, what about you? What's been going on with you? Well, I've had a lovely uh, summer break. I've been all over the place, uh, you know, all over the universe. I was in Budapest with Maureen. We did some shows in Budapest uh, and we, we went to beautiful baths, didn't we, Maureen? What about that yeah, bath Yeah, that was we lovely. Spent the whole day in the, oh, in the thermal baths. Absolutely. Thermal baths. It was an absolutely scorchio day. There was a huge 50 metre swimming pool where we swam and no one used it because everyone was in the thermal baths we were like guys it's like 35 degrees do we want to be in thermal water we sunbathed we had a lot of goulash we had such a nice time didn't we and the gig was when i fell out the fell out the taxi oh maureen Maureen did fall out the taxi that's true and and i thought she'd broken her nose but she hadn't i thought i'd broken my nose yeah yeah yeah. but you dealt with that very well she's i tell you what maureen is stoic yeah yeah. The woman fell, went for the biggest burden you've ever seen. I thought, she's going to have a cheekbone chipped or something from this fall. She bobbed right back up again and went, oh, I think I just need to lie down. I mean, most people would have been in tears. There would have been snot and weeping and because, wailing. Yeah, because my friend came to... So I went out for, with him and Jen came with me for a meal. So I didn't actually have a lie down. And the thing is, we went to this really nice hotel and I went, oh, I've, I had blood everywhere and I, I've just fallen out the taxi and the receptionist went, hmm, I just carried on. No, she did that classic thing that people do when English isn't their first language. Uh, she didn't take in anything that was happening because she was just trying to focus on saying room 37 in English when she speaks <laughs> Hungarian usually. And so she didn't look up from her screen. So Maureen was chatting to her about... Um, you know, I've just fallen out of a taxi. I think I've, I've got blood all over my face. If, if you're wondering what's... Maureen's like saying, if you're wondering what's happening... This is what's happened. Anyway, it turns out she wasn't wondering because she was still trying to figure out how to say 37 in English. So that's what happened there. But anyway, we had a a nice time. I Mm. went to France on holiday. Let's not forget, I also went to your your country uh, to do the Montreal Comedy Festival. It's been buzzing, buzzing, buzzing. Things have been happening. Things have been cooking. Let's not get into the, the detail, but overall... Very nice. Thank you very much. Yes. Um, And it was important and necessary because we 
pretty much was almost having a breakdown in the last episode that <laughs> I had that break and now I feel actually like a human being again because I think I was just burnt out so feeling fresh I'm back into the I've, I've done five shows I'm back into the tour I've done my first five shows the tour feeling fine guys look at this positivity that I'm en- I'm energized I'm energized for WTB I've missed it I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna put it out there I've missed it I've missed you? it I've missed it a lot yeah a lot you guys I missed you I'm missing your faces yeah yeah it's good to be back mm-hmm. it's good to be back and you know what it's, it's all very well and good catching up and all of this but what we've really missed is, is turning to this cat lady mm-hmm. and saying to her <laughs> what is your be more morning moment morning I messaged Jen I have just put olive oil in my eyes <laughs> and I was like sitting there going why is it so blurred I, I mean you can't make this shit up can you <laughs> It's oh. fine in the end. But I wouldn't recommend it. No, you wouldn't recommend it, Maureen. <laughs> well, it's actually Buddha. We went Budapest, as you know. And Jen, Jen was a part of this. Um, and the, Was I? And the next day, uh, we got there the night after I fell over. And the next night, we, next day we met up with Christian Shortolo, because we've always got to mention him in one of our episodes. And he took us on this false march around this island in the middle it, of the Donau River. It was a walk. It was a walk, but it was like, it was absolutely boiling. It was hot. It was, it was a big island. I mean, you don't think, how can an island, how big can an island be in a river? It can be really big. It turns out in the Donau. We went around and around. I'm going, we're not going to do the whole island. Anyway, we did the whole island. And then we had to go back and um, he he wasn't going back with us. And so we were going to get the tram back. And I said, we need to get a stop further on because we actually walked too far to get the tram. So I decided, I, I recognised a, a restaurant. I said, oh, this is our stop. We got off. And then I said, oh, no, we've got to walk back a bit. So we actually walked back to the next stop. And then what did we realise, Jen? Look, we, we'd got off like four stops too early. <laughs> oh, no. I said to Maureen, I don't recognise this. And Maureen was like, yeah, that's because we've got off a stop later. That's why. And I said, I, I said... There should be a, I just said, look, there should be a bridge here that we, and Maureen said, no, you're, you're looking the wrong way. We want to be going this way. And I was like, but then the river is on the wrong side of me because the river should be on this side of me, on the right hand side. Anyway, you, you're not going to be surprised to hear that Maureen was completely incorrect. Um, and we I was had, very adamant that I was right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you mm-hmm. actually got a little cross with me, went, no, Jen, <laughs> No. Uh, we want to be going this way because of these reasons. And I, because Maureen was so forceful, I went, do you know what? And also, let's be honest, I don't have a brilliant sense of direction. I was like, okay, I trust Maureen. Why I trusted Maureen? No one knows. Anyway, so we started walking away. From where we had to go. From where we actually wanted to go because Maureen had said, don't worry about what side the river is on. I'm telling you it's this way. And uh, should have been a seven-minute walk. And it was a 30-minute walk. So it's the next, So we've added 23 minutes onto the walk. And you've got to bear in mind, it was really hot. Jen had, had got blisters on her feet from her shoes. So she was in agony. <laughs> I obviously am a, you know, voluptuous woman, let's put it that way. I had a bit of chafing going on. You know what it's like in hot weather. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. it can be a bit sore. And we were both in agony. So we finally got there. We'd hoped to have an hour before we had to go off for the gig. And in the end, we had about 20 minutes. Oh, <laughs> Also, I was absolutely drenched in sweat. It was so hot. 
we were so hot it was it was like just oppressively hot <laughs> and it got to, it got to the point where it was like i can't even talk to maureen because it, and also partly i was like thinking it's not even really it's not even about it's not anyone's fault this sort of thing happens all the time i've, I've well, done it loads Jen, of it times. was your fault because you 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 took me at my word okay it was completely my fault <laughs> that's fair to say you're absolutely right what was i thinking i've known you for long enough to know that that is i mean you've only got yourself to blame yeah you're right okay fine i'll take the responsibility i should have known better is this more of a be more jen moment jen don't listen to maureen <laughs> yeah. you that was your oh. no <laughs> Oh, don't worry, I've got my. To be, I, I haven't got a leg to stand on, actually. So I've got my own be more gen oh, moment. Yeah, she's got to be up. We'll have a be more gen after this. Yesterday, I went to see, as you know, Maureen to meet her new boyfriend. <laughs> and uh, anyway, long story short, I've got two bags, and um, I, I I say goodbye to Maureen. I'm on the tube to get to this gig, and uh, it's not until I get onto the tube that I go. Wait a second. <sighs> Why have I only got one bag? I've only got one bag. And then in my head, it's bearing in mind, everything, I, everything I've got is in that bag. So it's all my stuff. And, it, you know, it's five days of clothes and whatever, you know. So it's quite a lot. Of, it's got my toiletries, all of my makeup, all of that sort of stuff in it. And I'm starting to, like, panic. I'm going, right, well, how am I going to replace that? Because if, if anyone finds the bag, I doubt they're going to hand it in. They'll probably keep the bag. Because that's what happened last time, didn't it? People kept the bag. Yeah, yeah. And I'm freaking out. And I'm, like, going, oh, my God. And, I, and I'm late for this uh, show, as it is, because I've spent too long gossiping with Maureen. I'm on the tube and I'm sweating. I am totally freaking out. And as I'm coming out of the station, out of Holborn Station, I'm running up the stairs. I'm again hot and sweaty and I think and I'm like I thought well maybe maybe Maureen maybe I left it maybe maybe I didn't bring it because in my head I've brought it with me and I've created all the situations where I've left it anyway I get a phone Maureen I'm still coming up the escalators I say hi Maureen I think I should yeah she was yep I've got it here and I was like oh my god thank <laughs> the lord I hadn't taken it and Maureen had it and then Maureen kindly brought it came Aww. out and brought it to me you see so be more bellend, Jen. There we go. <laughs> but the anxiety I felt, guys. Oh, God. High alert. I mean, you know what I did just now? I left my mobile phone and my bus pass and my bins. I couldn't find my phone. I'm like, oh, this is a bit weird. Couldn't have left it on my bins. And then I went out and I was like, oh, yes, I had. God, we are not grown-ups. This is <laughs> How are we? How did we survive this long? How did we get to this age? You're raising I'm... children. You're raising children, Jim. Am I? Am I? I'm beginning to think Chloe's doing everything and I'm just standing next to her taking all the credit. Chloe's raising three children all on her own. I actually yeah. think she might be. i actually beginning to think. I don't know what I'm bringing to the table. Anyway, Maureen, thank you very much for your Be More Maureen moment. Uh, I can only imagine that we're starting mid and I'm, and I'm oh, expecting gonna to go. Yeah. I'm expecting it. We're going to go places later on in the series. I can't wait um, to hear Cat be more Maureen moments. I can't wait until we get some like. Oh, don't. Don't. I, don't, I dread to think what's going to happen to a cat litter. Anyway, for now, <laughs> thank you, Maureen Younger. But it's time to head over to, to you, Alison. It's time to head over to Alison June Smith and. Uh, oh, God, I've got something in my throat. Sorry. Ask Alison. Go to the gym. Get it together, pay your taxes and stop eating chips. Take my advice. Take my advice. Cause I ain't using it. No, no. No, no. 
take my advice, I ain't using it. Well, first off, can I say how happy I was to begin the season again and and get a whole bunch of Ask Allison sent over to me. And I just got to say, it's a real relief to be able to focus on other people's problems again. So thank you so much, everyone, for having things that I can think about that are not my life. It's very nice. This one was an excellent one to be thinking about as I listened to my mother snore beside me on Thursday (laughs) evening. Um, So... <laughs> so thank you, everyone. Thank you, thank you, thank you for writing in. Uh, again, disclaimer, I am not a professional therapist, counselor, anything like that. I'm just a person who likes to hear problems so I can offer some suggestions because my family's sick of me trying to solve theirs. So uh, here we go. First problem of the season uh, starts off. This might seem like too trivial, trivial a thing. Let me say no problem is too trivial. All right. I like a trivial problem. They're not trivial. That's a problem. Let's get into it. Um So my question is about whether to let go of someone I care about. I've known him since I was 14. Uh, We both had after-school jobs together. We dated for a bit in our 20s. Didn't work out, but we stayed friendly. It's been one of those friendships where you only connect occasionally uh, and might see each other now and again. But I think he's great, and I haven't wanted to lose track of him, even though we live in different cities now. Over the past little while, I've been getting the impression that he's only interacting with me to be polite. He rarely responds to my posts on social media anymore, even though he engages with lots of others and our text conversations are real brief. I could keep going on like this, but it's taking up a lot of mental space. I know he's had a rough couple of years, and so I feel reluctant to do anything that would prevent him from reaching out in the future. Um, and I don't feel like we have a close enough connection right now, so I could ask him about this, and I'm worried that it's weird if I did. It's his birthday in early October, mine a couple weeks after. We always text. I'm wondering, is it time for me to stop texting? Should this be the year that I don't see send anything and see what happens? Um... I'm writing, and she said she was writing more or less just to be able to get it out more than anything. So even even if she's like, if it's trivial, I just wanted to say good for you because I think even by writing into me, what you've done is you put your feelings on a paper and sometimes it just gives us a better perspective of what is really going on. So good for you for even writing in. That was a big step that you did in the first place. Um, Here's what I think. Here's kind of what I think. It sounds to me like you're thinking a lot about what this person wants. How is this person going to feel? What's going on with this person? I want to know, what do you think about all of this? How are you feeling? It doesn't sound like you're feeling very happy in this relationship right now. So I want to put this out to you. Sometimes we are given the opportunity to change a friend into an associate. And there's nothing wrong with that relationships change. I don't think you have to completely disregard a person. Sometimes a closer friend becomes an associate, which means then maybe an associate that you had can become a closer friend. I think this is a natural thing. The ebb and flow in relationships. Sometimes friendships aren't as tight. Sometimes they are. But what I want to know is, do you think by texting him on the birthday, is that going to get you thinking about, is he going to text back? What's going on? Is that going to put you in a place where you're thinking more about the other person than yourself? I think you're just dawning on it, realizing that this isn't really benefiting you at all. So um, I want you to focus on making some, maybe some new connections instead of being trapped in this sort of one. And instead of viewing this as a rejection or a failure of a relationship, um, embrace this as a situation where maybe you just didn't click with the friend and you could save some energy by just kind of letting it go. You don't have to do, you don't have to hard cut it off, right? 
maybe send a birthday message and just leave it. Or if you don't think you can, then then don't send a birthday message. I just want you to think about what you want out of this. It's not about them. It's you. You don't have to break up with friends and have it be this horrible, horrible thing. You can just kind of taper off because it really does sound like you're putting too much mental energy into somebody else that you could be putting back into yourself. Um, I do want you to give yourself a little bit of time to grieve because sometimes it is hard when relationships change, right? Sometimes it is hard. But Reflecting on a lost friendship is part of the healing process, okay? But it becomes difficult to move forward if you obsess over it. So I just want you to think about what steps you're doing right now. Is anything you're doing going to make you obsess about the situation anymore? What steps can you take to kind of take it off your mind and give yourself more space in your own world? That is what I really want you to think about. And it sounds to me like that is what you're thinking about. So... That's basically all the advice I can give you right now. Um, I will say this. Sometimes letting go of a friend isn't the worst thing. Sometimes keeping them is great. I went and had lunch with my mother and her 87-year-old friend. And I got to tell you, I don't think they've ever really liked each other for a single damn minute. <laughs> I think it was the most unpleasant lunch I've ever But they've known each other for so long that sometimes friendships are just so you can have memories with a person. So you're like, do you remember Leslie? Do you remember? Right? I, so uh, relationships grow, change, adjust. I just want you to keep your boundaries and care about your heart and your feelings right now. Um, yeah, there's my advice. That's all I got for you. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, I think that's really good advice. I I, I think um, relationships can ebb and flow, particularly yeah. ones that have been, have lasted as long as that one has. And, and I think we, we, we can have an, um, not an expectation, but sometimes we're like, oh, I'm at this point. So I, I just kind of assumed that you, you were here with me, yeah. but sometimes that isn't the case. And, um, you know, if that person feels like they're spread quite thin in terms of what the energy they can give, then it's the person that they've known the longest that they're like, Do you know what, I, I'm not going to put as much effort into you because I know you're going to stick around. Yeah. So I'm just going to like invest a bit more here. You maybe, maybe I'm not saying that this is true, but it might be that he's taken her friendship for granted because he knows she's not going anywhere. So yeah. he invests less. And yeah. I think, you know, that, that well, there might, might be, be other stuff going on in his life. You just never know. Absolutely. But, but that, but that's it. And when the other stuff is going on, that's when you, you, you know, you feel like you, you're spread quite thin, maybe with work and with relationship, other relationships or whatever that are more immediate. But I think um, it's hard with friendships not to have expectations. Yeah. And, and in fact, it's virtually impossible. But um, I think if he feels like he's withdrawing, which he clearly is, yeah, that doesn't necessarily mean he's withdrawing from the friendship. That just means he's like, I'm... I can't really give of myself right now. So, yeah. uh, you know, maybe just take a back step. But um, but also, sometimes friendships just come to an end. Yeah. That does happen. You know, you love that person and they were important in your life for that period of time and now you're all in a different stage of your life and that friendship doesn't isn't going to work. But it doesn't mean that it's not an important friendship and that you stop loving them or caring about them. It just means that it's not going to fit in at this point in your life and then maybe in five years time you reconnect or whatever but ah oh, friendships it's tough isn't it it's tricky yeah. yeah especially when you've known them for such a long time you know so but Alison as always dynamite advice well done uh, anyone thanks. would think you, you should get you should be getting paid for this or something <laughs> wouldn't that be great I can't, I, we can't, I mean obviously there's no fee we can't no. offer you anything <laughs> I know um, 
yeah. I hope that uh, just the joy of spreading your wisdom is enough. It's kind of fun. I like it. The fact that people are like, I like your advice. I'm like, really? Because nobody in my family does. So it's affirming to me. So thank you, everyone. <laughs> Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Alison, I'm distracted by the fact that Maureen appears to be drinking double cream. I'm not drinking double cream. What are you drinking? It's a cafe latte. Oh, thank God. I, oh. Sorry. <laughs> Alison, let's be honest. It wouldn't be out of the realms of possibility that Maureen is chugging on some double cream. <laughs> hey, I, listen, it's been ages. We have watched some television, have we not? I know I have. Let's find out what we've all been seeing with our eyes and our ears and our noses and our navels. Anyway, talking about Javier Ray, I'm joking, I'm joking, it's not. Ah, we're starting because off funnily the enough, season. we weren't. <laughs> anyway, I have you seen World on Fire, which is a BBC programme drama series? Nope. No. Tell really, us about really it. Really, really good. You'll be able to get it, get it on iPlayer and probably in America, PBS. It's set during World War Two, and it features the intertwined lives of various people across Europe caught up in the war. And it has Leslie Manfield as Rabina Chase. Who, uh, Leslie Manfield's a great actress. And, oh, uh, she's great. She's fantastic. She plays this, um, like the mother from hell. I mean, mm. very upper middle class, cold, um, you know. I mean, ju- I mean, she must be enjoying herself a great deal. It's a, it's a really great role. And the first series has stories set in Paris, Warsaw, Manchester, Berlin and Dunkirk. Sean Bean's in the first series. We know what happens, Sean to, what happens to Sean Bean. Wow. Oh, I assume he gets decapitated. He normally does. He gets stuck. You know, obviously he gets killed, doesn't he, at some point. Um, but I tell you, the first series is great because you get uh, it, it It features a lot about Poland and you, you, you get a sense of what it was like for the Poles when the Germans moved in. And it's not often shown on British TV or British war films. And it, I thought that was really interesting. So you've also got, like, the defence of the Polish 
post office in Danzig. Uh, I really, really liked it. And the second series has just been on. And that's set um, in the Blitz in Manchester, the North African campaign, including the siege of Tobruk. And also uh, you've got Occupied France. You've got a young girl who's who's kind of so indoctrinated by the Nazis. She volunteers in the Lebensborn programme, which was all these young girls, blonde young girls, were basically matched up with young men that they didn't know mm. to have sex and get a, a baby so oh. they could all have these babies for the Reich. It's just a oh my horrible, horrible... Yeah, like they weren't allowed to know their names. They weren't allowed to... You know, it's just a horrible programme. And she's so caught up in the Nazi ideology that she thinks this is brilliant. She doesn't even know what sex is. Um, and then... Uh, it's kind of like state-sponsored rape, really, and uh, and then it is, yeah. And then in the North African, it's quite interesting. You've got this Indian officer and you've got these Indian troops, so they're fighting for Britain. They're doing all the rubbish jobs. They're basically the sappers. They they click this, you know, um, sweeping mines, and so they're fighting for Britain. But obviously, the British officers don't see them as British. No. So you know, you've got that thing where you're fighting for a British army, but but you're kind of down the pegging line. Yeah. And it's it's really I thought it's really interesting. They've got some really interesting stories. You've got a Jewish pilot, who's who seems very cocky and very sure of himself. But obviously, there's, you know, it's all stuff going on. I really recommend the series. I think it's done with great detail, and they're interesting stories. It's a bit like a Kate Atkinson novel, you know, because they all kind of yeah, they all, all sort of merge together. And yeah, they I love that. merge together. So um, and you've got a French resistance fighter who's a nurse, Jewish nurse. I would totally recommend it. I really enjoyed the programme. Um, and are both series on iPlayer or is it just the second? Yeah. They're both there. Both. Okay, great. Ooh. Great, I'll check that out. Although, God, I've got a whole list of things I'm supposed to be watching. I just can't keep up with everything. Um, I've watched a lot of things um, over the uh, period of time. Um, but th- th- what I the, the show that I, I will focus on, I'm going to zone right in on. Maureen already knows. She already knows what I'm going to say is uh, an Australian comedy criminal drama on Amazon Prime called Deadlock, um, which uh, is created by uh, two comedy writers called Kate McLennan and Kate McCarthy. Get it? I mean, it's, I mean, it's an accident, but Lennon and McCarthy. Is, anyone... ah, yeah, is this on? Yeah. Can you yeah, hear me? Yeah, it's on. Great. It's on. So, um, anyway... This series, honestly, it's dark. It's funny. The store, the, the dialogue is brilliant. The characters are fantastic. I recommend it to Maureen. Maureen, well, well I'll, I'll come to you in a sec, Maureen, if that's okay. So I just, I'm just going to quickly go through the the the, the series. Uh, Chloe and I watched it. Uh, we loved it. In fact, we um, when we were on holiday because the weather wasn't great. And we couldn't hang out on our porch and just read and drink wine. It was raining. Uh, we watched one episode a night of Deadlock while we were on holiday. And um, I'm not going to lie to you, it was the best part of the holiday. Okay? Literally. Just the best time. So the series is set in a a, a, a town called Deadlock in Tasmania. Uh, thus named because it's next to a, 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 a lock. Surprise, surprise. And uh, the very first episode, a body is found on the beach. And I don't think I'm going to be ruining anything to say that various men on in this town start to get picked off. And the police officer that is based in this town, who has moved there from Sydney with her partner, with her wife, and we're not sure why they've moved there, you find all that out later, is paired up with some insane bogan detective 
from um, Darwin. Darwin, a woman. And they have to work together to figure out the crime of why these men are being picked off. And their dynamic is really funny. Now, the criticism has been that the bogan cop that turns up is too much. She's too OTT and it's... it's it, but it all settles down for anyone who's watched the first episode and gone, this seems a bit too crazy. But it all settles down and the twists and the turns and the characters and the uh, the storyline is brilliant. I, I just loved it. I highly recommend it. And it is so funny as well. It's just funny. It's so, I think it's really difficult to make a drama genuinely funny. Mm-hmm. Because it is, I think it is, it's a, it's a, it's a, I think it all might almost be a drama first and a comedy second, but it is excellent. And, and the acting is brilliant. And I would recommend you to watch it and don't, and also don't binge it if you can eke it out because I think we enjoyed it more because we watched it, we, we watched it bit by bit rather than like trying to like consume it in a night. Um, anyway, that is my recommendation. As I said, I recommended it to Maureen. Maureen, you didn't like it, did you, Maureen? No, but you said I've got to watch... I watched an episode and a half and then I was like, Jen says you've got to watch it, you know. But that's because I think you were put off by one character and I, I'm like, just let yeah. it settle down. And honestly, it's worth it. And 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 you know what? It's very rare to have a good payoff in a, in a crime drama. Don't you find yeah. that you get to the end and you're like, oh, it's been so good. And then the reveal and the ending and you're like... Oh, God. Really? Is that it? It's brilliant. We should also point out that Past Caring is on, starring me, Jen, and Rosie Jones on Sky and Now TV. Yeah, sure. Under the comedy shorts. Yeah, that's there as well. Seven minutes of... Absolute gold. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) work on the marketing, Jen. Oh, no, whatever. (laughs) Anyway, so those are our recommendations. The World is on Fire and Deadlock. Alison... Let's get creepy. What's happening? All right. Well, because I was thinking about, you know, friendships and shifting and changing, this movie, I don't want to give away too much. The uh, explanation of it, you you might be like, well, it doesn't really relate to the problem, but that's why you need to watch it. Okay, so here we go. The movie that I want to recommend to you, 2017, is a movie called Happy Death Day. Here's the story. What? What? Yeah. Happy Death Day. Yeah, yeah. So instead of like happy birthday, happy death day. Tree Glebman is a blissfully self-centered college person who wakes up on her birthday in the bed of a student named Carter. As the morning goes on, Tree gets the eerie feeling that she's experienced the events of her day before. When a masked killer suddenly takes her life in a brutal attack, she is once again magically waking up in Carter's dorm room unharmed. Now the frightened young woman must relive the same day over and over until she figures out who murdered her. So it's kind of one of those Groundhog Day kind of films, right? So it's like relives the same day again and again, dies differently every single time, and through that she must figure out who the murderer is. I loved it. There's a whole bunch of them. There was a series of them, but but I say the first one. First one is always a classic. Um, Yeah. I like the conceit of it. It's clever. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. I hadn't seen too many horror movies with this kind of concept in it, so... I really enjoyed it. So I recommend 
Happy Death Day, everyone. And I don't think the reviews are too bad. Are you Are you looking at it right now? No. Are you seeing? 71, okay. 71% on Rotten Tomatoes. It says uh, Rotten Tomatoes describes it as Scream meets Groundhog Day in the satiric horror film. Apparently, it's a comedy horror. Is yes. That, is that fair to say that it's quite yes. funny? Yes, there are some definite good laughs in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I thought it's a nice way. I started it off with a decent movie, guys. I'm not just giving you trash out of the gate. I'll, I'll get back You're to trash. You're not giving Don't us worry. scary leprechauns on Halloween or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I actually think this looks quite good. I, I quite like a slasher film because they're quite yes. fun. Yeah. yeah. And they're more shock than terror, aren't they? Like you get yeah. a bit of a shock. Um, so that's Happy Death Day. And that's... Uh, that's available. Google it. I don't have the information. Okay. I think Just it's on Amazon. <laughs> I think you can get it on Prime. It's out there. It's out there, gang. Wherever your country is. Happy Death Day. Look it up. It's on a variety. I think I saw Disney. I don't know. It's all over the place. You, you'll be able to find it, gang. I think uh, you can. In, in the UK, you can rent it on Prime or on yeah. YouTube. So good luck with that. Alison, thank you very much for your horror recommendation. My but pleasure. it is time. It is time. Unfortunately, we have to go back. We don't want to. We don't like to go no. backwards. We do. We're moonwalking backwards. That's how excited we are. Uh, for the woman with her cat and her corner that has yet to be cultured. Of course, it's the corner time that is often cultural, but sometimes just batshit. <laughs> oh, thank you for that lovely intro. Oh, I've got the oh. two cats. I was going to say that was a cat noise in the background. Yeah, wow. they're staring at each other through the window. That was perfectly timed, wasn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> anyway, um, I'm actually going to do the films of Rob Reiner. He's a he's a fantastic director. Oh my god, absolutely love Rob Reiner. Can oh the, cats the cats can't disagree? Be they are. <laughs> are they doing that thing where they look outside and go? Well, the, and like, my do... cats. I, th- I think it's the big cat is 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 saying something to the small cat. Small cat. This is the noise the small cat makes. Do translate. <laughs> Let us know. Anyway, the big cat's gone, right? So thank you for upstaging me, cats. Bloody hell. <laughs> so Rob Reiner, I am becoming the cat woman, aren't I? Rob Reiner, um, great director. He's ve- lots of great movies. Uh, oh, too many. The first one he's famous for, I mean, it's ridiculous. This is Spinal Tap from 1984, oh. which is a mockumentary, which is absolutely one brilliant. One of the best comedy films. Ever, ever. Bar none. Yeah. It goes up to 11. Our amps go to 11. <laughs> Why? I don't know. They just go to 11. Oh. Well, why don't oh you expect the one 10? No, it's 11. No, it goes to 11. Um, Love it. Honestly, uh, one of the best. If you haven't seen it. You, yeah. I mean, I think I've said this before, that I saw it in America first, and this is before internet, and I was saying to the guys, there's no way these guys are American. They're definitely English actors. And, of course, they were all American actors. Their English accents are just... I didn't know that they weren't uh, English. And I uh, and I watched the whole thing, I, again, before the internet and all of that. Also, I watched it with my brothers, who had told me it was a documentary when I was watching it, because they'd seen it before. <laughs> and for ages, I would say, for the first 15 minutes, I was like, these guys are so dumb. And uh, anyway, yeah, I eventually figured it out. But it's so spot on. I mean, I remember those kind of rock groups. I mean, it's just so spot on. And then the year after, that isn't good enough. He, he made The Princess Bride, which is a... Again, did he it's a, do Princess Bride? Yeah. Yes, he did. No, but wait, listen. 
I'm gonna Maureen is gonna list all these films to you, and you're gonna shit the bed because okay, yeah, they're because classics. Makes, they're all classics. Stand by me. Oh, with River Phoenix. Yep. Uh, what did he do in 1987? Oh yeah, Stand by Me. This is one for you. He directed Misery. Oh my God, Misery is so good. <gasps> you wouldn't Great think it with that background, horror. would classic you? Classic horror. What is the one uh, that he's most famous for? Probably When Harry Met Sally. When Harry Met. He's all over the map. He's all over the map. But like he met when Harry met Sally, and then he went to Misery. I mean, can you imagine? You wouldn't think the guy directing when Harry met Sally would do Misery, would you? I mean, wow. I've never seen Misery because I'm too scared tap. to watch it. Oh, I mean, that's great. And all all good men. He did all good men. A few good men. Sorry, a few um, good men. Yeah, yeah, a few good men. <laughs> I mean, that's a great. I mean, Sleepless in so, Seattle. Not one of my favourites, to be honest. No, not, but not he one did one do my favourites, but it's um, still a great. I mean, classic, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was did very the well. The Princess Bride. If you haven't seen it, it is hilarious. It's inconceivable. Is that is that what yeah. he's... It's, it's inconceivable. Yeah. It's do you know what? Danny hasn't seen that movie and I keep telling him, I'm like, you what? have to watch The Princess Bride. He's like, I don't know. I'm like, no, 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 no. It is one of those that if you don't walk the classic. earth knowing that movie. Wow. Can you do the Spanish guy? I am the son. Or... I am. My name is Antio. Uh, my name is Mantoya. You killed my, my father. father. To prepare, prepare to die. die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something like that, anyway. I mean, I watched it when I was a teenager. Oh, oh it's okay. a brilliant! It is a brilliant. Uh, Stand by me, obviously, is a classic with a great soundtrack. Um, yeah, I mean, just so, and when Harry met Sally, I just watched that recently. Whenever it's on TV, I do watch it. It is a brilliant movie. Same. Yeah, yeah. it is fantastic. It's an absolutely brilliant film. And the bit, but when you first see Meg Ryan and she's all in blue, you know, that's very blue makeup and. And that's a great example of relationships that change over time. Yeah. And, the, and the, you know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. he was saying, Rob Biner was saying, it's, it's, it's against the usual romantic movies and that it's two people who don't want to be together. You know, they're, that's, you know. It's, and then the other thing is, of course, the classic of When Harry Met Sally is the um, orgasm scene, which Meg, it was Meg Ryan's idea and she improvised it. Brilliant. And um, and it's, apparently it's Rob Reiner's mother at the end who goes, and they go, what would you have? I'll have, what, I'll have, I'll what, have what she's having, I'll have what yeah. He's having, what she's having. Um, I mean, they're great. There's some great. And Nora Ephron wrote it. I mean, it is a brilliant All those brilliant movies movie. are brilliant. I would recommend oh, any one of those Postcards from the Edge? Did you see Postcards from the Edge with Shirley oh, MacLaine and Meryl Streep? I've never seen that one. Get, have you seen that? You, oh, oh, my God. You've oh, got to watch that. Brilliant. That is absolutely based on Carrie Fisher's book. So Meryl Streep plays Carrie Fisher. Awesome. And Shirley MacLaine plays her mum, Debbie Reynolds. Plays Debbie Reynolds. Okay. It is absolutely hilarious. It is hilarious. The dialogue in that film is just, just razor sharp. Razor he sharp. He also did uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, so good. Wolf of Wall Street was great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else? He did, I don't know if you've seen Anvil, the story of Anvil. That's also very funny. No. Okay. That's also another rock documentary. Okay. Um, and what other things has he done? Well, I mean, that's enough, isn't it, for heaven's sake? So anyway, check out Rob Reiner. If you haven't seen uh, any of his films, oh they're really God. worth a watch. I'm so glad you brought that up, Maureen. That's amazing. Isn't that... When when Maureen suggested that as a cultural corner, I was like, I that is such a brilliant suggestion. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 uh, and I think if, you know, we do... You're not going to believe this, but we've got a few listeners who are young. 
I, I, I goes against everything I understand. But this is happening. We have to deal with it. Yeah. So four hour, 0.001% of listeners that are under 30, please check out Rob Reiner's films. Wow. They are every single one of them. Like, well, not every single one of them, but the ones certainly that we mentioned that, that Maureen has suggested. At the top. Brilliant. Bangers. And you won't and you won't be disappointed. Maureen, what a corner to culture. Thank you so much. That was a banging co- oh, corner to start off. That's amazing. Absolutely. This so kitty's bringing some good today. energy to the corner, I gotta say. I am is the cat has changed this podcast. Well, okay. There's now four people in this podcast. I know there is four people in this podcast now. Uh, but, but this is going to be interesting because, you know, we've got a real positive uh, vibe going on today, right? We've talked about a lot of good things. There's a lot of healing. There's a lot of moving forward. But we can't have that the whole goddamn podcast. We got we to gotta get a little, a little, little anger out there. So all we want to know is, Jen, Jen, what's been getting your goat lately? Don't judge me. Now, you're going to be judging me now, but bloody well wait, okay? This is terrible, isn't it? That's what's got my goat. And and, and do you know who I blame? Society. (laughs) Oh, thank you for asking. I can't maintain this positivity. It's just absolutely... It's draining. Yeah. Yeah. It's draining me. Um, I tell you what's been getting my goat. So I think I might have talked about when people put silly comments on my posts and what have you, you know, like I, I didn't enjoy the thing about the blah, 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 blah. Okay, so fine. That's an opinion, isn't it? But what I actually resent, actually, is when people comment on something that they clearly have not watched. Mm. They haven't watched it. They've seen something, they've read a couple of comments and they've gone, oh, I don't I don't approve of that. And then they've commented on something that they haven't taken the time to see. I'm talking specifically about a piece of stand-up that I put onto my uh, profile, which frankly has meant that I've had to shut Instagram down because the amount of stupid comments on there have just absolutely, like, just driven me bananas. What? And I, I just don't understand... Why anyone leaves a comment about anything, actually. I've just, I've, I've, have any of you ever felt the urge to comment on anything? I've seen things on the internet that I haven't necessarily connected to and I've just done that with my thumb. Just flicked it up, boom, it's gone. It's never occurred to me to leave a comment, but I certainly wouldn't leave a comment under something I haven't fucking watched. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just, that's what gets my goat. It's like, and not just that, debates. Absolute debates. And I'm like, I could sh- I could shorten this debate for you, my darling. I'm going to stop you there and say, watch the fucking clip and then you'll see that everything you've written has absolutely no bearing on anything that I've said, you absolute tool bag. People are just dumb. I think people, I think some people are dumb. Yep. And some people want to be cross and some people want to be offended and some people want to just have a little shout into a bin. May I suggest that they go into their kitchen and scream into their own bin and leave my bin alone, okay? Because it's, oh, God. Just, I can't, it's unbelievable. I can't even get a little bit of Instagram escapism because it's full of bloody lunatics screaming uh, absolute nonsense about something they haven't watched. Anyway, that's what's gotten my goat. I mean, to be honest with you, I'm pretty zen about it today. But yesterday I was like, oh, leave me alone, you absolute bellends. But anyway... Today, I'm just like, whatever. 
you're helping the algorithm, so maybe I shouldn't moan about it. But anyway, that's it. Uh, ignorant people getting my goat. But I mean, I guess I cover that a lot, don't I? I mean, do we need to hear that again? <laughs> I, everyone likes to hear it, though. We all like to be like those ignorant people. So, yeah, Jen, thank you for oh. sharing it. People are relating out there. Yeah. 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 Oh. Anyway, all I would say is um, if you have uh, so that sort of interaction and you find yourself, uh, somebody has put something under something that you have said, can I, the, with the greatest respect, offer you my advice about anybody that responds to you on social media? Ignore them. Yeah. Mute them. Get on with your life. Nothing has ever been gained from getting into any kind of interaction with any nutter on Instagram. You're not going to change their mind. No. You're not going to feel better yourself. It's going to create a lot of cortisol in your body and you're going to get flushed with like flight or flight hormones and you're going to feel dreadful the entire day. And every time you pick up your phone, you're going to go, oh, have they replied? Do what I do. Look at it or don't look at it as I have. I haven't even been looking at it and just... It all dies down. Everyone forgets it. And often that person that said, oh, you're a cunt and I hate you and I wish you got run over by a bus. They're not thinking about it 30 minutes later either. So just let it go. I'm just going to say, and this is, get a cat. Get a cat. And channel, I mean, I'm very rarely Zen, am I? Zen Jen's not a thing. But on this instance, I'm just like, don't comment. It is annoying. As you can see, it has annoyed me. But equally, don't waste your breath. And that is my goat. There's a bit of both there, wasn't there? That was excellent. I had some yang. That was excellent. And I think I ended on some yin there. You did. Yin and yang. You absolutely did, Jen. That was a full processed goat. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh This is the new me. It's not. I can't maintain this. No, it can't. You won't last long. Warren's spent enough time in my company to know it's like, it goes in cycles. And look, that that cycle's already ended. I've already feel (laughs) pissed off again. I don't even know why. women talking bollocks if you have enjoyed wtb please make sure that you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a little review oh you can check out our socials now on instagram facebook twitter youtube you never know we may even get on tiktok and if you do like the show please do have a look at our patreon for bonus content and weekly treats well that did 
juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.